Hey everybody, I have a new series here in my podcast called My Journey to Opening My Gym. It's a documentation, it's a series, it's a a journal of me showing the process of me bringing my gym to life. Um, When it's just an idea, all the way to when the doors open up on its very first day, the grand opening. You know, how cool would it have been to see companies have created a podcast or video footage of when their gyms or businesses were starting. That's what I hope to do with this as I become a CEO and entrepreneur and open up something that's going to be very meaningful to me and very meaningful to other people. So I would really appreciate if you follow me along step by step on my process and my journey. Um, I appreciate all your support and I would love, 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 love if you checked it out. Thank you so much. This is the Kicking It With Jason podcast. Cool, man. We live. So, John, this is our first interaction off off the text. We always texting each other. John's on my text community. If you guys aren't on my text community, it's 510-288-2750. But, yeah, man, um, it's, good. it's good to meet you, man. You're over there in Indy, right? Yeah, Indianapolis, Indiana. Been back here. Here about three years, uh, was in Houston for about twenty something years, and wow. so I, I really kind of, I really kind of miss Houston. Uh, you know, it being a big city, and Indianapolis is much smaller than you know, of course, Houston. So uh, uh, been back here actually, this home where family is at. So. Uh, I'm sitting up like, okay, oh, Lord, you know, I'm really like, okay, should I go back to Houston? Because <laughs> family is okay. But yeah. anyway, so, you know, yeah, here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Cool, man. Yeah. So, nice, now, what nice. part of California are you in? Um, I'm in the Bay Area, so San Francisco-wise, I'm like a 20-minute drive from there. With traffic, it could be an hour okay, 30. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, then, because I was trying to figure out. I said I'm in Pacific time, but I wasn't quite sure where you know where exactly uh, the you were at and stuff. As far as you know, yeah. <clears throat> yep. Up in Cali. Up in Cali. Man, um, but tell me, tell me about yourself, John. What? I know you're in music, man. And uh, what else? What else do you do? Well, yeah, pretty much. Um, been in music for quite a quite a number. Of years. And uh, actually, I play for a church, and actually, you know, I'm a you know, church musician. And uh, I do, uh, you know, some music on the side. I'm a very uh, connoisseur of jazz. So, so I've got some projects out on on uh, iTunes. <clears throat> and uh, my last project was a... A um, a uh, tribute to John Coltrane's uh, Dance Steps and, nice. and stuff. So the other projects that I did uh, are all original. I wrote uh, and produced, and that. so again, I'm just kind of connoisseur of you know music, but especially jazz. And you know, I listen to, I try to listen to all types because again. It, just something to me in each uh-huh. genre that you know to me just inspires me, and um, 
I my is I just did, don't want to be limited in the language of music. Music is yeah. so vast and it's just a language and stuff. So everybody, um, I guess, in the arts has something to say and an expression. And so um, listening to just different ones, especially the uh, the Drake album. And I think the reason why I like it is just certain things about it. Yeah. There's certain things in it and there's certain changes that takes me and pulls me in different directions. And so uh, even when I uh, I was listening to Doja Cat, and uh, it's just different things about, you know, the pop genre and even going as far back as Michael Jackson. And uh, one Sunday, I'm going to tell you this, and like I said, I'm going to be quiet because I can't, I can talk. (laughs) But there was one particular thing, uh, wait a minute, it was one thing that he did, uh, trying to remember the track, uh, Can't Stop Till You Get Enough, okay? Uh And, you know, for some reason and stuff, you know, I I listened to it, but something about the changes, and I said, wait a minute, I wonder if that would work here. And so I one particular thing, and not that I do it, but I try to integrate a lot of what they do and see if it'll work here and there and stuff. And I'm always just kind of doing that and stuff. So again, it was a dun 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 dun. So when that happened and stuff, I said, "Wait a moment, let me put that there in this one particular and kind of really worked and stuff." But I really like, you know, I'd be a connoisseur of music. So anyway, let me stop talking. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nice, man. Uh, so, yeah, you definitely got a, a background in music. Uh, everybody here on Instagram Live, we're talking Drake's album. I got John on. Um, yeah, John's a connoisseur of music. Um, one of the things you said about Drake's album is you said it brings you in a lot of different directions. And, um, yeah. yeah, I think. I think that's that's one of the beauties about his music is that he has that jazz beat to it. He has a hip hop beat to it. He has R and B. He's got the hip hop flow to it, and uh, he gives you a whole different, a lot of different styles. And I think that's why he has a a, a variety of a fan base too, because it's a little bit of everything for everybody. And I think that's uh, you know, so good work on the producers end and also on Drake's end to be able to be flexible like that. Yeah. 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 Very, very much because. When you're when you're looking at uh, I guess particular tracks, and I guess there was this one particular track that it just pulled, and it was so it was very pop, but at the same time looking at it, and it just sometimes as artists and as musicians and stuff, we uh, especially in jazz and stuff, we kind of lose like the simplicity, and sometimes huh. genius is in simplicity, and the simplicity, mm. you know, you'll find just genius. In it. So again. That's what kind of really pulled me, and then I was listening to, wait a moment, it was this one, I forget, I think it's uh, Pappy or something, or Pappy or whatever, that he had did, and I'm sitting up here like, wait a moment, I'm hearing something with that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Nice, man. Nice, nice. Well, my overall, I mean, if I can give it an overall rating of the album, me personally, I'm a big Drake fan, okay. too. But maybe because okay. I'm Maybe because I don't got the musical ear like you do, but uh, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven, man. You give it uh, a seven. You give it yeah. a seven. Okay. I'll give it a seven. Okay. Why you give Only it a seven? Only because 
I mean, I mean, I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, because because uh, you know, I, I I like pull it on people's ears. Yeah, yeah. So so for me, I mean, Drake's put out tons of hits, tons good music over the years, right? And with this with yeah. this album, uh-huh. for me, like I it felt like I had to work too hard to listen to it. Like I was like, I have to go a second round. Uh-huh to get to it instead of like his past stuff it was like the first take i was already grafted into it i was like oh this is good this is good stuff but this one this one like okay. you got to take your time with it right that doesn't make it a bad album okay but right. i really it's yeah. an album you really got to take your time with it doesn't grasp you right away even i even i would even say it kind of felt lazy to me i felt like he could have he could have did a lot different i think a lot of his yeah. his beats were sounding too much the same a lot of the flow um yeah. But the lyric, the lyrical content is good. But Drake, I mean, he's always been like this. But he he's very like one level, right? He's like when he raps, is that tone? Mm-hmm. It's not too high. Okay. He doesn't get way too low. Um. Okay. But I think I think Drake can't stand alone on a on a on a R and B love song album alone. I, I you know I always wanted to see him do okay. that, but I don't think he has okay. the talent wise for that because he doesn't have the range okay. of singing. Like a like an R and B singer, I would say. So the whole album was soft and slow, and then like he, I felt like he couldn't carry it. I felt like I got, you know, I wasn't right. connected to it. Versus like, you know, an R and B singer, like you put the weekend on a, a uh, on a slow R and B album the whole time. You put Michael Jackson, you put Usher, it's gonna carry, right? I don't think I don't think Drake can yeah. do that. I think Drake, Drake needs those club hits, right? He needs that. Right. Uh, like his songs, um. um uh, start from the bottom or uh, zero to a hundred or um, what, what's the last song that came out? What's next? Like that song I was hitting. What's next? What's next? Let's see what's happening. Like he needs those those songs to really to be a club type song. I don't think he can do a standalone soft right. mellow one he did. And that's okay. that's how I feel. That's what I feel. Now you know what I I, I kind of I, I really kind of agree with you. Because I kind of noticed that on a lot of tracks and stuff, he's featuring a lot of people. And he's featuring, yeah. you know, different one that right. is carrying exactly what you're saying. So right, I right. noticed that I think the album is like 21 tracks. I think it's 21 tracks in total. And yeah. stuff. So I was here and I'm like thinking, wait a moment, okay. And I'm kind of noticing that what's kind of popping about those tracks, even though, like you're saying, uh, it's kind of like the same vibe when you listen mm-hmm. to just some ones and after listen to it and stuff. But I'm noticing yeah. that what's kind of really popping is is that it's who the feature is and it's who he got, it's who he got. You know, they're mm-hmm. speaking at time. You know, I think um, I'm not really recalling it at the moment here. I think uh, JC. I think some a uh, couple of different. Ideas is there but uh i like to hear what people really say about uh about that and what you're saying because again a lot of times us as artists and musicians and stuff we're sitting and we always look at it from a musical ear or from a musical perspective but at the same time what i have discovered is some of the best ears have not been singers and musicians per se. Right, right, Some right. Some of the best ears. Right. And so sometimes I'll use people that that do not, you know, necessarily have musical background, but 
I said, yeah. Let's tell me what you think of this or whatever. And, and I'm telling yeah. you, for some reason and stuff, you know, I'm like, okay. You know. huh. But it's kind of interesting what you're saying, though. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's like you want to know what the fans are going to say, right? The feedback from the audience, yeah. right? It's kind of like when you're yeah. so close to the instrument and to the mic, you, you have a different emotional connection, but it's like what are they going to hear on the other end of it, right? Like that's yeah. that's what I could imagine. I mean, that's what I imagine, like, I mean, I'm not a musician, yeah. but, like, whenever I write poetry or I'm making content, it's always, I always think about that, like, all right, to me, this sounds cool, right? I like it because it's me. I'm putting it out on paper. I'm putting it out. But what is the other person going to see? So, you know, sometimes sometimes you shouldn't go all the way there, yeah. but sometimes you got to have that in the back of your mind, too. Like, what is what is the audience going to get from this, gotcha. this sound or this line? But I agree with what you said with the features. Like, the features – the features shouldn't be um, the highlight necessarily of the album. It should be a part of it, but it shouldn't be one of the. It shouldn't be the main thing to carry the album. I think. I think. I think that did that for Drake on this album. But I will say this: Drake. Drake okay. has earned the right. He has earned the right to have an album that doesn't pop off. You know, because he already put in so much work, right? He he earned he earned it for us to be like. You know, have an album where we really got to slow down, take our time with it. He earned it, you know. Okay. Um, if he was yeah. a new artist, yeah. there's no. I feel like he couldn't kind of came out with this album. Like if this was a first album, man, it would. I don't think it would have been. It would have been great because it's Drake. It works, and we're gonna give him. We're gonna give him that pass. Like you know, it, it works. I like it. You know, we'll find right. a reason. Right. We'll find that reason why we why we want to like it. Whether it's a, a verse, a line, the way it was produced. Um, but I really, I couldn't really find too much that was too crazy about it. So okay, let me ask you, what track stuck out with you uh, uh, when you heard the album? What 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 track kind of really stuck with you? And I'm kind of asking it from a from a place of okay, someone that okay, even though you're saying you're not a musician, not been that, but at the end of the day and stuff, I think that you're kind of the arts and what have you. So yeah. What's the, well, I'm going to be biased because I'm a big little Wayne fan. I went straight to the Wayne feature. Once I saw right. it said featuring Little Wayne, I went, I skipped everything. I think it's like, I don't know, third to last song I saw on the track list. I don't know where it was. Wait a moment. Was it Girls Want Girls? No, it's uh, You Only was Live it Twice. Girls Want Girls. I don't, I don't know if that's the track. Huh? No, no. It's, it's called You Only Live Twice. It has uh, Rick Ross on it. You only, you only live twice. You Look at that one. You only live twice. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's going okay. on, Jenny the Bread Man? I'm sitting like, I'm, I'm like, okay, because I'm not. <laughs> yeah, so I went I went uh, straight to that track. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Lil Wayne fan. Lil Wayne, you can always expect he's going to bring okay, something then. to me. So the beat was good. Rick Ross, he told a good story through there, um, you know, about coming up. Helping kids make money in the hood, things like that. Um, and then you had Drake. Drake had his, he was talking about his beef with Swiss Beats. Um, I think I think Drake did that a lot too on this album. He got a lot off his chest. It felt like it was like let me get this off my chest kind of album. Um, and it was like a little lot, a lot of breakup kind of stuff. But and then Wayne did his thing. So I really like that track. The other track I like is Fair Trade. I think it's called yeah Fair Trade, where he talks about. Trading his friends for peace. Like, he got rid of some friends. Now he has more peace. Fair trade. That one was good. It has Travis Scott on it. Again, it's a feature. It has a feature on it. So he didn't carry that song by himself. Yeah, Travis. 
Yeah. Travis Scott is good. He's a good artist. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. So those two songs and then like other songs, you really got to spend time with them. Like you got to sit down and be like, okay, what's the stories telling? Let, like, let, let me not be doing nothing. That's how I felt the album got me. You got to be sitting down doing nothing. You can't be cruising. Looking at the, you know, it's not yeah. one of them albums, man, because you'll miss, you'll miss, you'll miss what he's saying. So, what about you? When you first went through the album, what stuck out? Yeah. Did you like? Did you like? Uh, Wait a minute, I didn't hear the last, last, the last thing you said. And I'll say, what, what uh, songs did you like that stood out on the album? Well. Again, I'm listening from, okay, musician stepping and I'm trying to, okay, you know, broaden it. But it was something about, okay, Pappy's Home. I think it's Pappy's Home. Pappy's Home. And yeah. the thing about it was, it was just some, it was some changes that reminded me of uh, certain things that I kind of do musically. And mm. so I'm sitting here like, wait a moment, wait a moment. I see where I can I pull that. And and, and 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 use that, and uh, of course, you know, he was talking about there was another song. I want to say "Love All," and I think that's Jay Z. I think that's Jay-Z. yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like I'm sitting here, like, okay, let me just really look and say, okay, let me not so much uh, look at okay because I'm thinking in terms of okay. Where can I use that? Because I'm always looking for, I guess, as you say, content. Uh, yeah. So when I'm sitting here and I'm playing around, messing around on keys, I'm yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. let me see what I can do or what changes or whatever, you know, because I'm sitting here. And, you know, being in jazz, um, it, it's, it's kind of no rules. It's rules, but it's no rules. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to stay within rules that make sense. And yeah. so with this album and stuff, I'm thinking it's kind of grounding me and pulling me like, okay, stay within this rule and be good, but make it kind of seem like and so. So when it got to uh, let me see, Happy's home and then Champagne poetry and what have you, and these are, I don't think these were the strongest of the tracks. Of of what you know, I mean, it's my personal opinion. I don't think it was just yeah, yeah, yeah. the strongest of the tracks because, like you said and stuff. I think you know his debut album. I think in two thousand, whatever. You can thank me later or something. But the oh, thing about it was, is it's just I was looking at. Uh, <laughs> so, but I don't think these were the words was his strongest suits. But at the end of the day, he just knew how to uh, compensate. And yeah. knew what to do, and like you said, he has earned, earned the right and stuff. But again, stuff. Um, did listen to the Little Wayne, and then the Love All, and then Fair Trade. I thought yeah. those were really great. I thought those were really kind of really well produced, and just really thought. But again, I'm trying to move away from. Okay, let me move away from my musician here. <laughs> And think in terms of okay, well, wait, where where does this fit? What is really overall picture, the overall you know uh, you know song, and there are some yeah. stuff that just you know at the end of the day they pull you to a more round perspective. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, at least in my case, some of them, some of them really do. But those those particular tracks, those particular tracks from a musical perspective stuff, because right, I'm right, right. There like, and I'm like, wait a moment, I didn't heard that change. Yeah. Man, see, see, that's interesting because when you have that musical ear, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, like I'll still go in, like I'll, I'll try to cut myself in half. This half is gonna listen to the right away what pops out to me. The second half is gonna be let me musically dissect it. What horns yeah. is going on in the back? The piano, the beat switch up, the drums, the 808s, all that. Like I want to hear all that, right? I want to hear the ad the ad libs, all yeah. that. Like what what are they saying when this verse comes up? When the chorus comes on, how does the beat change? I love all that. I like, I like, I like really listening to that. Um, uh, like, 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 what, yeah. what song was that? Um, man, what song? Uh, shoot, 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 shoot. I can't even, I can't even get it. Zero to 100 is a perfect example, right? I keep saying that song, but zero to 100 is a perfect example where it's a whole okay. different beat in the beginning, second half. It's a different, it's a different flow. Yeah. It's a different slowdown, right? Yeah, I like that. I like that. But we like again. I'm like you the same way where I, where I go in my musical ear because I like I like classic rock. I like jazz, and everything has something to offer. Okay. Everything, right? And you know this from music. Like okay, gotcha. Every every genre has something to offer. You can learn from it, and that's that's pretty cool. So yeah. going in, like I should do that. I should go in back into can the I album and do something. Yeah. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Wait a moment. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. What, what were you saying? Are you there? Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. I was going to ask you, so it seemed like, you know, because you just had in there a few seconds ago, and it's kind of like, you know, most people and stuff, they like to hear an eclectic style within a track. And it uh -huh. seems like you're that kind of person to where it like you're, you're okay, the song can take a turn Ready? or take a different vibe within the track and stuff. So I said yeah. to myself, I said, it's got to go that. Wait a moment. I don't, I don't let somebody very eclectic that wants to, okay, let's, let's veer this direction or let's switch this up within <laughs> the track. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> some some artists and stuff, they're staying within, okay, the context of how it starts, and it's just very much, you know, and not that anything yeah. is wrong, but on yeah. the other hand and stuff, it kind of gets boring, because I think music is a journey, and I think it's a journey of color, yeah. I think it's a journey of, of rhythm, uh, Good way a journey of just yeah. how, you know, where we're going and stuff, and stuff. But at the end of the day and stuff is what we do with those colors. It's like crayons. Wait a moment. I think was it you or was it somebody that had a post or we were we were texting and we were talking about okay going to uh, Miranda, let me know about somewhere and here it is. They're giving us three colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was about <laughs> yeah. the restaurant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> How they only yeah. get kids like three plays a Yeah. Yeah. What up, Chris? Let me know about Drake's album, man. If you listen to it, let me know. Or Drake and Drake and Jimmy. But um, yeah, man. Like, like I like when music does that. Perfect example. The goat right here. I got the goat. MJ. Um, Billy Jean, man. I think is yeah. probably one of the greatest songs ever made. There's so much going on in that song. Uh, the way it changes yeah. the opening, do 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 do, and the do do, 
And if you really listen, you can hear the guitars going like, dun, 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 yeah. dun. You, hear, you hear the bass, you hear the horns. I, I mean, I, I love just if you took just, just if you just listen to the instrumental, it's it's a great track. Yeah. It's like it, like you said, it's a journey. And then when you get to the chorus, you hear the, the piano, dun, yeah. right? It's rising, dun, and it drops back down, dun, 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 yeah. right? It, man, it's amazing. It's in, in fact, that song was so complicated. Um, Michael didn't want to play it during the victory tour because it was so complicated to make live at first because it was so much. He's like, dude, I don't know how to put this all together to make it sound, you know, like like authentic at the concert, man. That's how that's how much that song had all these waves and dips to it. So, yeah. So you really got to know what you're doing when you when you do switch up tracks yeah. and go because you can. I, I tell you, you know, I, I really. Right. Those, let me tell you, that album, I just think that at the end of the day and stuff, and I'm and I'm like you because, again, I listen to that album and I refer back to it as a textbook. That's a textbook to me huh? because of the production, yeah. what Quincy Jones did. I think it was just yeah. very well produced. I think it was just a match made in heaven. And yeah. uh, one of the I first the songs right that there. I learned from that album was Human yeah. Nature. Oh, there you hey. go. <laughs> I learned human nature, and I studied that song for about a year because really? I wanted to really play that song. I wanted to really play that particular song because I thought, uh, you know, they was going. So I'm yeah. sitting here like, okay, let me see because, again, I know that, you know, in studios, there's a whole lot of arpeggiating tools that they do. Yeah. So I said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take about six months to a year, and I'm going to study that particular song. You know, the whole album, Thriller, uh, you know, like Billy Jean, and uh, just, I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. And I said, wow, this is really a textbook. And a lot of people from musician standpoint, they'll say, oh, well, well, it's pop and simple, but it's not simple. It's not. In the sense, if you really break down and stuff, because there's so much that's going on, especially yeah. in, on the thriller track. Thriller, man, is crazy. Yeah, but when I got to the human nature uh, track, I'm sitting up here like, oh my God, this is really this is really difficult. But yeah. that was really a match made in heaven. Uh, and I say that at the end of the day, you know, the the scripture says, and I, I'm not not preaching, but all good gifts come from God and come, you know, from Him above. But yeah. wow, that came from somewhere that was just not really that you we've not heard before and it's evident yeah. because you see what it did sales wise. You see what it did I mean for you know, I'm sitting up here like wow but human nature Dude, how many I times said, is that song I'm gonna say this song it took me about a year. <laughs> yeah. Did you Wait, did you hear that? Kind of broke up a little bit. No, I said I said, how many times has Human Nature been remixed? Okay, hello. Are, you know, are they? Are they? Oh, my kind of, God. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That has been remixed. I mean, until it's like. 
<laughs> but it's duplicated. It's, it's often imitated, but really never really duplicated in the yeah, sense the of yeah. where the origination or whatever came. And I, and I say to myself, and the remix is not that anything is wrong with them now because yeah, I, think, yeah. I think they're you know they're they're just you know dope. Yeah. But I look at it and I say, wow, but when you hear the original, I'm like, oh, my God, it's just something about that original that will yet pull you. And the yeah. remix and stuff, it'll, it'll do what it's going to do, but the remix will yet, I mean, the original will yet uh, pull you. The album I uh, I had downloaded, there was another one um, that he did, Michael Jackson, uh, Rock With You. Oh yeah, From, uh, uh, off, the uh, 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 off the wall. Yes, 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 yeah. off the wall. You're like, oh my god! I'm, but with with his music and stuff, it just pulled me to a more rounded perspective, you know. Whereas with Drake here, I'm trying to like, okay, let me see where. Um, but I'm listening now okay, from a from a musician standpoint, whereas I'm listening as okay with other ones, I'm here like, okay, um a much broader ear, you know, not so much mu- uh musician and stuff. So again when I saw the Michael Jackson because uh, I saw Michael Jackson before on different videos uh or that you had or different podcasts or whatever. And I yeah. said, Michael Jackson <laughs> 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 That's literally, he literally a textbook that I refer back to a point of reference uh, pretty much all the time. Uh, there's another one. Uh, uh, um, Something uh, Oh, wait a moment. There is another, there's another track that's on the top of my, it's on, the, on the top of my tongue. Uh, um, um, uh, and the guitar is just, I mean, the guitar is out of this, uh, huh? Is it PYT? Uh, wait a moment. What, what no. is that song? No, Dirty it's Diana? not PYT, but it's, uh, it's, no, it's not Dirty Diana. It's, uh, let me see. What is that song? Um, uh, oh my goodness. I'll think of it anyway. But, uh, <laughs> That he, he just really an beat overall it? text. It beat it? And then of course, you know, I like I like uh no it's not beat it, but it's a guitar riff. I mean it's uh Oh working day and night. Working day and night. Wait a moment. Okay, is that it? Okay then. Oh, Lord, I'm sitting there like, God, it's going to, it's going to, oh, Lord, I'm going to be stopped. It's going to bother me that I'm not, you know, but anyway. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, but, but let me ask you something. What's your thoughts yeah. on Prince? Prince. Prince, man. Um, Prince? Prince, so I'll be honest, like, I don't know. I know we're I talking can't... about Drake, but it's like. I... No, no we're, let's talk about everything. It's music. It's music. Um, So Drake, uh, Prince. I don't know any of his songs word for word. I don't, but like I'll listen to him sometimes when I'm in my sessions. And okay. he's very creative, man. Like uh good okay. songwriting, different, different okay. styles, like you know, a lot of the early okay. stuff you can hear influence today. Um and, yeah. and from what I heard, he was writing yeah. his music 
like yeah. every day he was writing songs for people, secret writing for people. I didn't even know that we know of today. Um, yeah. And he was, a, he was a big influence, musical influence, super talented, sing, play instruments, yeah. um, dance. Um, wow. What was something I heard recently? Oh, there was a, not, I mean, this might be a big deal, but um, but there was a song he did where he uh, where Prince was cussing in his song, and I was like, I was like that that had to be different for that time. It was like in the eighties, like he because singers don't cuss, you know, and Prince yeah. said a cuss word. And I was like, I wonder how right, much, right. yeah, right. Like, like I wonder like what what did people say uh-huh. during that era? Because they were all the singers cuss now. They all they all be singing and cussing. But I was like, for Prince to do that, like you know. He had he, that was like a different kind of swag to be like I'm a singer, I'm Prince, and I'm gonna cuss on this track. Like I thought I I, I, I was listening. To, I forgot what song it was, man. So you know what I'm talking about? I forget what song it is. I am I'm I'm trying to think because the the things that stuck out with me was the 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 tracks that stick out with me about his was you know of course Raspberry Beret. Um, uh, wait a moment. What's the other one that he did? Um, there was another one, 1999. I, I mean, that. Um, um, yeah. Let me see. Then there was another one, uh, Purple Rain, of course. Purple Rain. Um, Doves Cry. But I know the one you're talking about because, again, it's like uh, that was just taboo in our house. Uh, you know, as far as that music, secular music, I had to slip music like that in the house. Uh, Man, see, and, that's, yeah, but, that's but, but, because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think I, I know which one you were talking about because, again, I said this one got cussing, and I'm sitting there like, wow, if my mom knew that I would listen to it, I'm like, oh my god, they would just. <laughs> They have a an exorcism service, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, uh, man, we've been talking about all these artists. Tell, tell me, tell me about your music, man. Like, so when you're writing jazz, um, what's the process? How's that come about? Is it is it always you like to pull originally from your idea? Do you like to do you like to like look at other past jazz artists and then get an idea, or is it like it's always a mixture of things? How's how's your songwriting process work? You know, at the end of the day, uh, uh, I, I I sit down at the piano, and what's yeah. happening is I had a uh, when I had uh, I did seasons, which was my first original track back in 2012, uh-huh. and I was over a friend's house. I was over a friend's yeah. house. And I actually didn't know nothing about recording, didn't know nothing about Pro Tools, nothing about Logic, you know, Apple Logic or anything and stuff. And so he was teaching me. So um, actually, you know, as time went on and stuff, I'm sitting up here like, wow, I'm hearing this and hearing that. And so so I was, I sat down at the piano and I said, well, let me see this. And for some reason or what have you and stuff, I could hear the whole thing from start to finish. Mm. I could hear the whole thing from start to finish. And mm. I ended up here like it was almost like writing a story, and mm. that's how I looked at music and just looked at different genres, whether it be pop, whatever. I'm looking to see is this a complete story? Is this a complete story? Where is this taking me? Where is it starting? Yeah. And where did it end? And so yeah. when I sit down and write, I'm sitting like, okay, let me 
me create this story. And let me create mm-hmm. this to where it makes sense, but at the same time, it takes the listener on a journey. Mm-hmm. So I sit down, and so th- that track is about eight minutes long. And so, so I had somebody tell me, a listener, and I took their advice. They were not even musical or whatever or not really, you know, what have you. But they said, well, you know, a lot of times, you know, you keep the track within three to four minutes. And yeah. I took that advice because, again, you know, the ear can only process so much. Yeah. So that's what I did. And so, again, when I did Seasons interlude when I did, uh, especially I think Odyssey was the best track that I did because I think the production was was better, better quality. Um, I think uh, the processes of, of, of um, exploring uh, different ideas uh, because pretty much I'm I'm hearing all kinds of crazy chords. And I'm hearing all kinds of, uh, you know, different artists in my head. Um, and I'm pulling from so many things uh, that I've listened to over just over, over, over time to where I'm like, okay. And so it's just like this collection in my head to where I'm yeah. like, okay, let me see. I don't like that particular season. So I, it's like cooking. And so yeah. you just got a bunch of seasonings. That's in the cabinet, <laughs> and so you're seeing this, but you're trying, but trying to Subzellia. discipline. So whenever you listen to Drake, so literally at the end of the day, like with Drake, I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, there's a particular season in this particular album that I'm like, okay, let me see where I can really go with this, and so, uh, and I'm pulling some stuff, you know, even as as I've been listening to his project, I'm. Li- and I'm sitting up here like, wait a minute, I know where I can use that. So I'm putting that on the shelf. So I put everything on the shelf and put everything in a collection. And so when I come back to it and stuff, then I'm like, okay, uh, it's time for that. So that's kind of how I kind of like my thought process is, is with that, you know, as far as, you know, writing and and doing stuff. But I like a lot of ballads. I like a lot of uh, eclectic changes and a lot of journeys, a lot of twists and a lot of turns and a lot of this yeah. and just interesting chords to where, you know, I'm setting, you know, you uh like very subtle uh things in the music that just kill. I mean just you know, kinda of like low death almost. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, but that's kind of my thought process. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um one more question. <laughs> one more question before I gotta I gotta get off and get to my next session, man. Uh, what's yeah, okay. what's some of the instruments that you also play, and what what why do you write music? Um, uh, um, I I think music is a beautiful language. Uh, I guess yeah. I'll go backwards and answer the second question, and then come back to the first question. Yeah, yeah. I think music is a beautiful language, and I think. Uh, it's beautiful when one knows how to express it, when one wow. knows how to interpret it, when one knows, but because even in the English language and stuff, you know, if verbs and pronouns and all this other stuff, if it's not, you yeah. know, really used properly, then you just can't make sense, really can't make yeah. sense. My thing uh, in doing it is, let me, 
inspire? Mm. Who will be inspired by this journey? Who, where yeah, will this lift somebody from despair to hope and stuff? So again, mm. that's what I'm really my my objective in all of this is where will this take somebody? Where will it, will this take somebody somewhere? Where does it yeah. take me? You know, so again, that's yeah. how I look at it, you know. Um, now, as far as church, and now I play organ at church. Mm. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking totally gospel, I'm thinking totally church. And, you know, and we in times and stuff, you know, very church-driven and all this other stuff, but my main instrument is just really literally, you know, piano and just literally being free. And I think, you yeah. know, um, with that, you know, it just has freedom. The instruments, you know, I sit and I listen a lot to uh, even bass players. Just not piano, but I listen to different artists like bass players, um, guitar players, and listen to their approach on that instrument so when I get ready to interpret uh, a line or interpret something then I know I have a concept <clears throat> so I'm yeah. listening to Jeff Berlin to the bass player Stanley Clark Victor Wooten and different ones that are just you know really very versatile even drummers uh, different ones that are sitting here and they're just I mean just killing you but at the same time, I'm listening for concepts that I can pull from from the different instruments where I can, okay, let me, so when I'm creating or writing music, then I have a concept of where the instrumentation at, and then is it more instrumentation or is it less, inter, in, uh, less instrumentation? So hmm. again, um, that's kind of you know if that answers it, if that answers uh, the questions there, but my 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 main thing is to literally where does this take, uh, the person is listening where does this what does it do and and where does it inspire mm. and so so at the end of the day I listen to I don't know uh, even some rap. And I'm sitting yeah. here like, okay, where is this ticking? What is what what what's in this that it can inspire? And I wrote this one rap trap. I'm coming out with something pretty soon, and it's kind of like not, not your jazz, but it's a rap track. It's got a little rap beat and all this other stuff. So I'm like, so I don't know how people is gonna receive it. <laughs> <laughs> but nice, I, nice. I just look at it. That is, you know, very, yeah. So that's, that's pretty good, much, man. you know, uh, where I'm at, where I'm at with that. Yeah. John, I love and it, then, man. Of course, love- you know, I try to exercise and try to, you know, get, get workout, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. John, I, I appreciate you, man, looking at all my fitness content. Can you hear me? Yeah, man, I appreciate you looking at my fitness content, and uh, I hope you do get value from it, man. I'm always putting out something, but uh, I got to run, man. I got my session coming up in like eight minutes. I got to get down. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Have a great session. Thanks, John. I really enjoyed uh, the.
uh, the the I enjoyed the uh, the 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 the, co the conversation. Me too, man. Me too. We'll do it again for sure. We'll do it again. Okay, then for sure. Okay. All right, John. Okay. Okay. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave a review on Apple. Share this from Spotify. Share it with someone. Uh, tweet me. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts on this episode. And um, I love your feedback. Thank you for listening. And have a good day.